Welcome to the Canoncast Podcast. Remember that no matter how you listen, we're there. Give us a follow on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, WeedTube, YouTube, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to the Canoncast. And if you enjoy the podcast, consider donating to our Patreon. Every bit helps. And now, welcome to the Canoncast. Welcome to the Canacast Podcast, where we ask the tough questions and provide solid answers on all things cannabis. This is episode zero, Sowing Seeds, and right now this podcast is a seed, but we're giving it sunlight, nutrient-rich water, and plenty of fertile soil to grow in. In this episode, we're going to dive into why this podcast was started, what the goal of this podcast is, and what you can expect when you tune in moving forward. Let's get right into it. Being the first episode, I wanted to talk about why this podcast got started and what the goal of it is moving forward. The goal of this podcast is to build a better cannabis community. Not to try and sell you a product, not to endorse cannabis as the cure-all that many people claim it is, and not to try and say that it's all upside with no negatives. Listening to this podcast is going to help you become not only more informed about cannabis, how it works, what it is, and what its role has been in human civilization historically, but introduce real conversations that the cannabis community should be talking about. But first, where did this come from? What is our origin story? In my last semester at New York University, I got wind from somebody that I knew that there was a class on cannabis that you could take for two credits. Now, I was pretty much winding down a thesis on street art and graffiti, so a class on cannabis sounded dope to me. I was pretty much intrigued, and already doing research on my own time about cannabis businesses, evolving strain types, and the directions that marijuana stocks were rampaging. Last October was when Canada got legalized, and that was also a turning point for me that seemed like U.S. legalization should be within the next few years, and so things might actually be changing. I was also intrigued because after a year in Israel and shipping around the Middle East, where cannabis is way more socially acceptable, if not downright encouraged in some places, I came to realize just how crazy the fuss over cannabis was. I'd also come across quite a few people in the startup cannabis industry in Tel Aviv, as well as back in Kentucky and in New York, And you really get to see how much the technology around cannabis is evolving, making leaps and bounds in cultivation and consumption and shipping. At the time, it seemed like cannabis just kept popping up everywhere I went, and it felt like the tide was actually turning on cannabis. And sure, there have been points where like it got legalized in California, it got legalized in Oregon, but right now it really feels to me like things are starting to become one way, like they're not going to get rolled back anymore. There might be a few setbacks along the way, and the battle is definitely not won for cannabis legalization. But it really does feel like it's an inevitability now. I think public support is at more than 70% now behind cannabis legalization. And with those things in my head, I thought... 
I'm ready to explore this industry coming out of school and I'm ready to get schooled in POT 101. And I had thought before the class that I had a pretty good understanding of cannabis, but over the course of those 12 weeks, I learned way more than I thought I was going to. From neuroscience and psychology, to the history of prohibition and legalization, to the history and culture of pot across countries, across time, I consumed it all and it was honestly fascinating. But it got me thinking again, how many people must there be too scared to try pot because they don't have a friend to help them in? And how many people are being prevented from exploring cannabis further because of a basic lack of good, straightforward, easy to understand content? Stuff that's not targeted to the most hardcore of stoners, that starts way more basic than like what the hottest strains are, what the best glassware is, that doesn't just throw you into the deep end of a culture that's honestly been underground for the last 80 years. In that class, even some of the stoners in Rostacaps who had five-leaved laptop stickers didn't have a great understanding of cannabis beyond strains to smoke and glassware. And I thought that for this podcast, I take what I learned in college, mix that in with some hookah smoke in desert sunsets, as well as my own personal encounters, and make a podcast that not only brings interested users into the fold, who might not have that gateway entry point, but can also help experienced stoners and users have access to the wide world of cannabis information that they might have been missing out on. We're going to get into history, business, science, culture, and lots more as we go on a crash course in cannabis that will give you the lowdown on everything that you ever wanted to know. This podcast will include educational episodes on various topics of pot science, like what the difference is between THC and CBD, pot history, like why was cannabis made illegal under prohibition in the first place, and we'll also take on some pressing cultural questions, such as what are the downsides to cannabis consumption. The Canacast will also include interviews with dispensary owners, entrepreneurs, growers, and individuals in the cannabis community that will help us explore further and further into what cannabis is and really how it's taking shape in not just the popular subconscious, but in our lives. This is an incredible opportunity for an entirely new legal industry to do some really amazing good. And the more people that can be brought in and the more people that can be supportive as a community and not just as a business, the better off things are going to be concerning cannabis, or so is the belief of this podcast. The goal of this podcast is twofold. Provide a baseline of good cannabis education so that even experienced stoners learn and understand cannabis better, and dive deep into questions that need to be asked of the pot industry. The first episodes of this podcast will be more about exploring what you need to know about pot, but as time goes on, we'll be mixing in those trickier and heavier conversations with the continuing interviews and the continuing informational podcasts. We're going to be going deep and heavy on hard-hitting questions that the cannabis industry, the cannabis community, and the wider public need to ask 
we're going to be asking questions like, what should the legal age of cannabis be? Can pot be too strong? And what are the rules on consuming cannabis in public? Should we be establishing things like coffee houses, like in Amsterdam? Should there be no public consumption of marijuana products? And how much THC should you have in your system before you're considered impaired to drive? And this isn't just critical for people who want to partake. It's also critical to make it easy for people to understand and learn about cannabis, even if they don't want to partake, and even if they will never partake. The cannabis community is larger than just people who use cannabis. The cannabis community, much like the tobacco community, is going to be impacted by all of the people who don't smoke or don't imbibe. The reason why you can't smoke out in public anymore isn't because of smokers. The reason you can't smoke out in public anymore is because people who didn't smoke came to the very common sense realization that, hey, we shouldn't be allowing people to smoke right next to a school. That's not cool. So it's important to bring in a more informed and more engaged cannabis community of people who are not going to be using so that they understand how important it can be to the people who use it and how life-saving it can be to the people who do use it. Because a more informed community is always better. More information is always better. One of the goals of this podcast is to normalize the use of cannabis so that we can have honest conversations in the public forum and by doing so, touch on the larger issues that cannabis is representing and is bringing to the forefront of our public conversation. We touched on prohibition a little bit. We touched on mass incarceration a little bit. And those are issues that cannabis directly affects and that we need to talk about if we're going to talk about cannabis really and seriously. Right now, there's a lot of cannabis-centric content that is geared towards entrepreneurs and business people, which is awesome. There are tremendous economic boons because of cannabis, and that is a great – it is revitalizing certain communities that may not have had a chance before. And there are tremendous, tremendous opportunities going forward industry-wise to revitalize a lot of places that didn't have those opportunities before. That's all awesome. But there are times when the cannabis community needs to look at the benefits and the costs apart from the cannabis industry. Times when the cannabis community, like with growing in the home, people growing their own cannabis in their home may not be strictly good to the bottom line of businesses. But it is good for the cannabis community. It lets people develop strains more. It keeps biodiversity of cannabis and different breeds of cannabis, different strains. And it keeps prices low. If people are allowed to grow in their own home, there's only so much that dispensaries can charge because there is always the option to go off on your own and grow your own cannabis. Now, there are conversations about quality and about, like, are you going to get a superior cannabis at the dispensary? Maybe. 
but maybe if you take the time and care at home, you can create something that's just as good as what you could buy. Now, is that good for the businesses of cannabis? No, but it is good for the cannabis community and it is good for people. And that's what the focus of the cannabis community needs to be. How do we do the greatest amount of good with cannabis for the greatest amount of people and not get caught up in this boom time that we have where hundreds of millions, billions of dollars are getting thrown at this industry? Because there are a lot of people doing a lot of good who have their priorities straight with cannabis right now, but very easily this could get turned around in a few years to where the focus on helping people has been eliminated from the cannabis industry. And that would be one of the greatest travesties that could happen with legalization. To take this, I don't want to say new breed, but this very focused community of people who are trying to make a better world through business as well as through other means and have them be shunted to the side just because of people who want to make a profit. We talked about economics a little bit, but the goal of this podcast isn't to look only at the benefits of cannabis, as I think you've just seen with us talking about the industry, but the benefits and detriments as they can be shown and to be clear about what we think cannabis might be able to do and what the anecdotal evidence can say and what we've actually figured out. Because there are some people in the cannabis industry who would like to sell cannabis as having no detriments and unlimited potential. If you smoke cannabis, then you will cause some damage to your lungs. It is not a strict, all good, no negative. How damaging that is depends on the person, and it's far less damaging than cigarettes are. That is proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. But it's damaging all the same. Just because it's cannabis doesn't mean that it has no consequences. And this is one of the opportunities to get cannabis legalization right. Rather than using spin or suppressing scientific research on cannabis like the tobacco or sugar industries did earlier in their development, fully embracing the potentials of cannabis, but also being fully honest about the harms, is going to be critical to building an honest, open, and better cannabis community for everybody involved. Now, cannabis companies and the cannabis community is way more supportive than the sugar industry or tobacco industry ever was. I am not saying that those two things are comparable at all. I'm just saying that there is a danger of misrepresenting what cannabis can and cannot do and we should be clear, as larger and larger companies are moving into a space driven much less by community-centric focuses, that cannabis has had up until this point, there is going to be a lot of, how shall we put it, temptation to misrepresent cannabis beyond what it can be proven and beyond 
what it can do. The case might be made for CBD right now that a lot of people are selling CBD like snake oil. CBD has a lot of amazing benefits. Helps muscles, helps people relax, can be used in a lot of different ways. It cannot cure everything. And there is such a rush on CBD right now that it feels like people aren't even looking at what it does or in doing their own independent research as to what has actually been shown with CBD and have gotten caught up in this flurry of, oh my gosh, it has CBD in it. Much like the different food crazes that we go through in diet phases, it's important to remember that you have to go back to research at a certain point, and you have to encourage more research to be done. Now, right now, we're in a weird gray area. For the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, we're going to be getting new discoveries all the time about what cannabis does, what the effects are on kids, on adults, on long-term users, on short-term users. There are a lot of things we just don't know yet because the studies haven't been allowed to be done because it's been illegal. Now, though, as we open up, it's important that we be honest with new information and that we spread it around and reassess our ideas of cannabis based on new information that comes out. There is unlimited potential to cannabis, but the benefits come with responsibilities. Now, cannabis is a symbolic issue at the moment, much like we talked about, and it represents much more than a chance to get stoned above board. It's representative of how we're going to be thinking about healthcare and medicine. Is the goal of medicine and healthcare to help people live better, healthier lives? Or is it to make a profit off of illness and by feeding off of the weakest among us at their most vulnerable? Cannabis is a way that people who may not have a lot of money can, within their own space and because of their own initiative, take steps to heal themselves and get better rather than going to a company who's going to try and sell you a product regardless of whether or not that product actually meaningfully increases the quality of your life. What is the role of our justice system? Are we trying to punish or are we trying to build? By grandfathering the decriminalization of cannabis, we could take hundreds of thousands of individuals out of horrific prison conditions back into regular society when they're being punished for something that not only shouldn't have required prison time, but has been disproportionately enforced against poor and minority groups. The conversation on cannabis shapes how we're going to be thinking about personal freedoms and responsibilities and the decisions that every individual must make for themselves. We enjoy tremendous liberties, but are slowly being stripped of them because of our refusal to take a more active role in our communities, political processes, and government. Cannabis has the potential to be dangerous in the wrong situation, but it also has the potential to save lives, and it's up to each and every one of us to educate ourselves on and safely use cannabis. Cannabis is beneficial economically, medically, and socially for both the United States and every country. It's time that we move forward with legalization as some countries have already done. Socially, cannabis is far more accepted in the Middle East, has been completely legalized in Canada, 
and Amsterdam has long been a safe haven for cannabis consumers worldwide. Not to mention the numerous countries that have already legalized it for medical use. By keeping it illegal, we gain nothing and actually cause great harm to ourselves. We don't know all the facts on how humans react to cannabis yet, and we won't for many years. But that shouldn't be stopping us from moving forward with a process that not only is saving lives, but is stopping the destruction of them. With that in mind, and as we see the rise of cannabis availability and its normalization, it's important to talk about some important questions like, what should the legal age of pot be? How high is too high? Can pot be too strong? What makes a good high? And should we be allowed to grow pot? And if so, how much? These are all important questions that need to be talked about, and they will be, right here on the Canacast. A plant as helpful as cannabis has no reason to be illegal, except that it serves the interests. A plant as helpful as cannabis, and with the limited downsides that it has that we know of so far, has no reason to be illegal, except that it serves the interests of special groups. Not the citizenry of the U.S. writ large, and not the people of the world. That's why next week, in honor of the 4th of July and Independence Day, episode 2 of the Canacast is going to be focusing on how cannabis came to be outlawed in the United States, we're going to be talking about the war on drugs and how it was kept illegal, and we're going to talk about how cannabis quit being an essential part of our society and instead became a feared scourge in some circles. All that and more next Monday, right here on the Canacast. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, there's no can't in cannabis. Thanks for tuning in, and if you'd like to support this podcast, consider donating to our Patreon. We really appreciate it. If you would like a weekly download spot, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, any platform that you listen to podcasts on. We'll be there, easy as one, two, three, to download and listen. Thanks for tuning in.